guess not. Episode two of season two of Slime City Guys Raymore here, Mr. Mac on a cold day in, in New York City. A very gloomy day. There we as go. You describe it. It's gloomed out. So, you know, just a lot of things have been happening in the past couple of weeks. You know, passing my dad kind of like hold me back a little bit, but I'm back here and trying to move forward now. I guess the hardest thing in life because no one lives forever, but you gotta do what you gotta do. And you gotta move forward. So that's what happens. Um, just I want to before we get into sports stuff, I wanted to get in a little bit of the Avengers trailer because apparently, when I saw the trailer, I was thinking to myself, oh my goodness, like. Yeah, they don't reveal too much. I get it. A lot of people buy mad, upset about Ooh, oh because the, you know it's me. Boo. I don't know why you're upset. Like at the good teaser, and mm-hmm. first of all, I had, it made over seven, over nearly seventy million viewers since don't, like it came don't out. Don't show me teasers. Just get to the damn trailer. I just want to see what. So you want to be like DC basically, where they just Dude, show everything, the whole movie, and plus one trailer. It's a three-hour movie. You can afford to give me more than a teaser. That's all I'm Marvel's saying. smart with this. They've been doing this for 10 years already. They always show teaser after teaser. Even when they showed the official trailer of Avengers Infinity War, it was kind of like a... It was an official trailer, but it wasn't like they reveal much either. I mean, they reveal a lot of stuff, but not like the one in Comic-Con where they reveal a lot more things than the one in, um, in the official trailer. But that was just insane, too. I just feel like, for me, looking at this movie, I know for a fact that Tony Stark's... I don't know if he lives or dies in space... I don't know what's going to happen to Captain America and Black Widow. I don't know what's happening with Hawkeye right now going rogue. And Ant-Man, I don't know how he got out of the quantum realm. He gets out of that other dimension. We we assumed off camera that Miss Marvel had something to do with that last thing. I think she did in some ways. I feel like maybe, because I know I heard in the comic books, I know she could get into quantum realm and just like doesn't really affect her like that because of her strength and power and everything. Maybe she helps out Ant-Man. Unless Ant-Man is suddenly smart out of nowhere and figured out a way to get out of that dimension. I don't know. I mean, I remember in Ant-Man and the Wasp, I remember um, the Wasp's mother telling him about the quantum realm, like he could get stuck into the time realm or something. Maybe it's possible mm-hmm. that he was stuck there and he went somewhere and he went forward, kind of. Or he got out of it. And then he, he was like, oh, well, everybody's gone and I'm by myself now. <laughs> I don't know. what That could happen, too. You know, not for a fact. And he's like, oh, maybe I should go to the Avengers place and figure out what's happening, really. I guess that would be the first place I'd go. I mean, I will, I will go, too. And then maybe just figure out, oh, maybe it's, they're here or now, whatever. And Captain America's there and Black Widow's there. And, and you got Hulk now there and stuff. You know, he's not Hulk. I don't know when he's going to turn to Hulk anytime soon. So Yeah, because Thanos had him shook. Did he really have him shook? Because I heard rumors saying that he's just holding back or something. I don't know. I, I feel like he got shook, but they saying like, oh, he's just holding it for some very important thing apparently, and then when he comes out, he's gonna beat him down this time or something. Yeah. But you also need Captain Marvel because she could beat down Thanos too, because he could probably absorb all the power of the Infinity Stones. That's her power too; she can absorb energy. Yeah, that's so, true. So she could absorb Thanos' energy attacks then. So I don't know how how strong that would be, but they're still gonna need Thanos. I mean, they're still gonna need Thor and his hammer, obviously, and his new shiny hammer. So, AKA an axe. Yeah, so I don't know how the time travel is going to be in that movie, but I know for a fact that it's three hours long, so there's probably going to be a lot of time traveling throughout that whole movie. Maybe, mm-hmm. like, the one half of it, and then the other half of it is kind of like a sad thing of saying what they're going to do, what's their plan, this and that. Um, what Donald's is doing right now, his plan or whatever, because uh, you didn't show really Donald, you just showed the hand with the stones and everything, walking. I don't know what's happening to him either. Um, I, I think he's just chilling right now, it looks like. But 50% of the world... I mean, well, yeah, you remember the comic book? No, what happened in the comic book? Once he got done, he literally goes and he becomes a farmer. 
That's his dream to be a farmer after all. That's that? what he's been talking. He 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 said a couple of times, like in retrospect, I would have rather have been a farmer. Or I'd rather have just been like something simple, or a poet, or a farmer. So he, as soon as he gets done, when I saw him like walking through that field, yeah, and his old armor was up on a scarecrow, yeah, it makes perfect sense because that's his farm. He just he just went somewhere to chill. Like yo, you understand? That was his whole mission. That was his whole mission. He was going to spend the rest of his life eliminating half of every population. And then once he got the infinity, he just figured out a way to do it faster. And now that it's done, he's done. Like, he doesn't, that's, that's all he wants. Like, that's all he wanted to do. So now he's just done. I just can't believe that. I know in life, sometimes when you want to do something and you give up everything for it, sometimes you're just like, is it worth it? Like, for him, was that worth it? Because if he's like, I give up everything for all the snapping and Infinity Stones and everything. Like, I mean, sometimes I feel like if you want to go so hard for something in your life, that you'll give up family and friends and everything. Mm-hmm. Is that even worth it? Depends on what it was. And only you can answer that question after you do it. That's, that's the other. That's the other side of it. You You need to determine if it was worth it for you to go after it as hard as you did. It's possible that the answer is yes. It's possible that the answer is no. There's also your intentions too, motivation. Like if you want to be like CEO of a company and you give up everything by not hanging out as much until you get to be CEO, then maybe you can hang out with them, but then maybe it might be too late as it is. Well, by by then you figure what happens is if you don't if you don't get there, yeah, then it's not ahead yeah, of time. Yeah, then you arrive. All your friends have moved on. Mm-hmm. And now you're just hanging out wherever you can. Like all your friends are now settled into these other kind of lives. But then you get to hang out with. Now you get to hang out with people who actually have your same motivation and ambition. You're all around the same age. You all took around the same amount of time. That is true. So I mean, you know there there there's but there are sacrifices. I was talking to one of my artists the other day, and we were talking about the stuff that she was dealing with on her social media. I can't stand into this and that, mm-hmm. and this and this and this and this and this. And I let her go on for like a good couple minutes. And then finally I stopped and I was like, okay, well, what did you expect to happen? What did you think was going to happen? She said, well, I want this, but I didn't want all this other stuff. And I was like, yeah, so you want a sandwich without bread. She was like, a sandwich without bread, that's not a sandwich. I was like, exactly. You wanted a sandwich without bread. Sandwiches don't come without bread. There's got to be some kind of bread or lettuce or something, but there's something covering the meat. That mm-hmm. makes it a sandwich. Yeah. You can't have a sandwich without bread. And every time you ask for a sandwich, here comes all this other stuff. Doesn't matter if you didn't want it. This is what comes with it, whatever it is. And you have to learn to eat that. Or you don't really want a sandwich. You just want what you want. And that's cool, but that's not how it comes. That's not what you get. So, like, she and I went back, and we didn't really go back and forth, but I just had to beat her in the head to tell her, like, when you, if you've given up everything to get whatever it is that you want, understand that the consequences come, and there is no avoiding the consequence. There's always a pro and con in everything. Right. Everything in life is always a pro and con. Oh, you may think you do this good, but then you got to give up something to gain something. Right. And that's how life is. It just needs to be worth it. Like, sometimes you don't mind giving up the stuff that you gave up. Yeah. If all your friends were crappy... And all your new friends are rich. Who bad. cares? I know, it's not bad, right? I mean, all your friends are rich. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, not bad. It's not all sacrifices aren't, like, terrible. Sometimes you're really trading in people that you don't really need to kick it with. Yeah. What if you had to move? And this other city is, like, way better than the one you're in now. Or it's really cheap and you have a bargain. 
But the sacrifices, you won't see your friends in Queens as much because you moved to Manhattan. But you have one friend maybe in Manhattan, but you just it will be more traveling involved if you had to visit them. That's the only thing. It's going to be closer. What if you move to California and you leave all your friends and family behind, but you move out to California, you're making a buttload of money. Yeah, like sports or entertainment, for instance, they offer us like deals to live in Cali for some some job. It could be a host. Oh, mm-hmm. we will both be hosts in California for a sports entertainment thing. Mm-hmm. And we will have to literally leave everything here to go there. And for, it could be for a year or two, but it would be a for different however, stuff. For however long, even if it's for life. But yeah. you're, the sacrifice is you no longer get to live in New York City. Mm-hmm. But... You, you make, make so money. much money, yeah. you can fly people into California whenever you feel exactly, like it, yeah. just to come see you and hang out with you, and you get to hop on a flight and go wherever you want. Like, okay, I know a lot of I know a lot of stewardesses and um, uh, you know, airplane attendants. They have almost no stability in their lives because they just like fly all over the place, right? Mm-hmm. And they, there's that. The good side is they get to travel nonstop. They travel all over the place. They they can go to Paris for the day and then turn right back around and come back. It's nothing. They get to travel like millionaires, yeah. right? The downside is they barely have any stability at home. They well, have to pick up and leave whenever the airline says, "Hey, we got a gig, and you got to get up and go." Ain't no social life. Basically. You can't yeah. really make you. You yeah. can. You can try. They some of them do, but it's like hard. Yeah. the way to make social plan, you can't really. You can you can plan a baby shower. And then kablooey, you gotta go. Mm-hmm. Or somebody could invite you to their birthday party, and kablooey, you gotta go. And then you come back like the next day, and it was all over. I mean, that's how it is. That's what I'm saying. That's what Thanos did. Basically, he gave up everything to gain something, and now everybody's the consequences is everybody being affected by it. And now they gotta figure out a way to reverse the, what he just did. Yeah, because he gave up everything, and now they're all coming to get it back. Basically, yeah, yeah. The job of the Avengers is to get it all back. So. It's just insane. And I can't wait for Infinity War to come on Netflix. By the way, on the 25th. On Christmas, when it, I watch it again, probably on Netflix. Then when it comes, it comes out. out on Christmas, yeah. Oh man, I'm totally on uh, Netflix. That. Yeah. Oh man, I'm totally gonna watch. Yeah, that. you got Black Panther and you got that. It's like perfect. You can watch both of anything. Yeah, Thor's still up. Yeah, Thor's still there. You can watch Thor and then you can watch that. It doesn't even like it's all connects Dude, then. Marvel, the Marvel Network streaming channel is gonna be bananas. I know they gotta take that. They take those movies then when they launch their thing. Imagine watch. being able to watch all ten years. In chronological on that, order. yeah, on streaming. Like spend one whole weekend just watching every Avengers. I am binging. I, I, yeah, but binging that much yeah. for a movie. Yeah, that's that's for a movies. lot. That's like let's watch Game of Thrones season one through seven for a weekend, which is impossible. No, that that's not, that's that you need more time for one through seven. That's like a week, if anything. But if I you think, if you binge watch it for straight week, you can. That's like seven episodes a day. I think at least. you can pull it off because there's certain episodes that don't have. There's certain. Well, no. Every movie tied in. I was about to say there's certain movies that don't tie in. Okay, like maybe you can skip Iron Man three. Iron Man three didn't have anything to do with anything. Well, at, the, at least at the end, if anything. Spider Man Homecoming kind of. Well, no, it did at the end. It kind of ties in. Yeah. Well, not not really. Not really. But not really. He just gets offered a slot at the Avengers, and they show him the Iron Spider suit. And Spider Man three and Spider Man Far Away from Home was supposed to come out after the Avengers movie too. So, I don't know how that all connects, too. I don't know how they're going to release a trailer for that when the Avengers movie comes out in April. Maybe it'll maybe Spider-Man drops in March. <laughs> nah, it's going to drop in July, actually. Is that what they said? Yeah. Oh. So, I don't know how it's going to all... Like, it might be after everything. But, um, yeah, it's crazy stuff in April, man. You got that. You got... Um, 
Game of Thrones coming out, obviously, but they still haven't revealed anything for Game of Thrones. I'm still mad about that. Like, reveal something, at least. Like, some kind of teaser of the battle or something. I don't know. That's supposed to be the most epic battle in TV history. I have a prediction that will break records when that happens. It'll be the biggest in TV history. Which is going to be dope, because the, I thought the Battle of the Bastards was pretty good. I thought so, too. But now yeah, this one's going to be... that, like... Yeah, that's it. This one's the battle. Bash is like kind of like a play playgrounds thing. This one, this one's gonna be more of like an all ocean aspect type of thing. Good grief! <laughs> so I don't know how that's gonna. Well, it's the entire army of the dead and the dragon and the dragon that they stole, kind of basically versus the other two. Two dragons, yeah. But that oh. dragon just kill everything easily, mm. and they could kill dragon easily with their spear thing now. Apparently, because I think just an all manic dragon death killer thing. But then you know they're gonna have weapons made of um. Glass. Oh yeah, yeah, glass. Yeah, that's important. Yeah, you need to. So they're gonna, that. they're gonna be able to lay the dead army down with one swing. Mm-hmm. Like they're not gonna get up after this. So they're they're legit gonna have. They're gonna be ready. Yeah, they'll be ready for sure. And then also in April, you have um, Mortal Kombat 11 coming out with 21 Savages theme. Everybody was hating on that for some reason. I don't know why. I thought it was a catchy song for the nah, I trailer. It sucked. You think it sucked? I thought it sucked. Well, you're an expert in this, so I have to. I, I, thought, I just you. thought it was. It, it super was inappropriate. There's a lot of things you could have did like that. It didn't fight. It didn't match what I was seeing. I'm looking at two immortals like fighting each other. I don't want to hear. By the way, it's M- MK1 stage too, but like a future stage kind of looks like everybody's like dead around that area. Yeah. And, but it's just uh, that tra- that's like the bloodiest Mortal Kombat trailer I've ever seen. Yeah. Out of all the trailers I've seen Mortal Kombat, that's the bloodiest by far. And why is Raiden have red lightning? Uh, I'm just saying, it's probably like, I think it's a time traveling game because I saw at the end after their fight, some hourglass with the lady there. It was like the the thing mm. was going reverse for some reason. I think it's a time traveling game. It looks like it's back and forth from present and future or something. Because that stage that we're on, that's MK1 stage. That's the first stage they want to come at the very first Mortal Kombat game. And that oh, stage, that's, that's the first one. And it was with all the dead monks. Yeah, that was actually normal back then. But this one's like more like everybody's dead. So it looks like it's kind of like a future thing. It looks like. I think it's gonna be a good game though. I mean, that's coming like, out. The game's April. good. I just thought the trailer. <laughs> I thought it was. Go- I thought it was okay. I didn't think it was great. But everybody's like, "Oh, Twenty One Savage ruined this." Yeah. And then last year, Wiz Khalif ruined. No, uh, three, four years ago. Oh no, three years ago, they ruined MK10 with Wiz Khalif's theme or something. I don't want to hear rap. <laughs> with Mortal Kombat. With Mortal Kombat, I don't. What do you want to hear then? Rock. Yeah, that's not bad. Actually. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I just thought it was good. I, I don't know people are hating on it. Like, or I, or or you know what? Let me let me change that. I wouldn't mind rap, but it'd have to be a very specific rap. It'd have to be some hard like old rap, school, like MOP or or Lord Have Mercy or Busta Rhymes. Like, I need I need some real aggressive. I think Busta Rhymes would have fit with this, maybe in some ways. I'm thinking about it. I think uh, you need you need that aggressive. You need the rap that makes you want to fight. Twenty One Savage doesn't make me want to fight. <laughs> not even his theme, though. No, of course not. There's nothing hard about Twenty One Savage. Look at him. Look at him. He doesn't intimidate me. <laughs> He's like a hundred pounds. <laughs> they can punch a hole through him. Oh my god! That doesn't make. He doesn't inspire violence. So I guess you could say that wasn't. He the, inspires drug use. It wasn't the good song we win that trailer. He even inspires though, hunger. Even though the trailer was like trending like crazy when it came out, I remember that. But um, yeah, some crazy stuff though. We'll get into sports now though. So you know, like the Knicks now, um, they just released Ron Baker to sign Alonzo Trier to a two-way contract, and they basically eat up Baker's contract. Basically, who didn't see that coming? Out? I mean, Baker didn't even play. He's like doing garbage time every night. Yeah, he didn't really play like that. Lonzo Trio actually showed up. 
Yeah. He's defensively, he's like excellent, but he can't shoot. He's kind of inconsistent defense, though. He gets foul trouble sometimes, too. He plays hard. I guess that's him that. playing hard. Yeah, he, right. he plays that's, hard. And that's what that. I meant. He plays hard. Some teams gotta pick him up, probably. You know, some maybe the Spurs would pick him up out of nowhere because he need like a backup point guard. Maybe I would. I don't Warriors. think. I don't think. I think he needs to spend some time in the G League and develop. Baker, I think yeah. Franklin Gillen start, but I feel like Franklin Gillen the past couple games has been playing better than expected. It looks like him sitting down kind of motivated him to play better now when he's on the court. Everybody's yelling at him. Yeah, to shoot Dude, the ball, score, shoot, score. What's wrong with you? And he sees the he sees the players that are doing that getting all the minutes. Yeah, Kevin Knox is playing Dodson, better. Yeah, he is. I mean, he had that dunk in the Cavaliers game. I know they lost that game, but he had a spectacular dunk at the end. He keep, made three. Keep losing. Keep losing. Let's tank out. It's, <sighs> it's a brand new season with a bunch of kids. Let's tank out. I'm not trying to go <laughs> to the playoffs with this team and no Kristaps. What if, what if, what if, you know, they're actually only five games back of the AFC, though. Yeah, that's scary. Even with the bad record, they still that's five games me. back. I it's almost it. like if they go on a little streak, and let's say they, let's say they go on a little streak, because I don't think it's going to happen. Let's say they do. I don't want that. But what if it's good for the development if they go on a little streak, and then Porzingis comes back, and then they make a run for the playoffs, and they make the seven or six seed with, with that experience. And they, they probably won't win the first round, but maybe they can make it a series with their youth, and we'll then I don't know where next season will be fine. our chance to get Zion, and I don't want to do that. You think Zion's on one side? You just, but you, you, you weren't a believer, though. You said that maybe if they were winning games and development, that it wouldn't I'm matter not, about because, that. Because I'm not mad at the concept of them getting better, but I don't think we need to win it all in order for them to get better. I think them getting their butt kicked year one is going to send them back to the drawing board hungry. But that psychologically got to affect them moving forward when they, they play so hard, but then they lose. Like the Cavalier game, they, they played hard, but they lost. No, because they'll, the, they'll see the flashes. They'll see results. Like You know what I mean? But they want to win. Yeah. I mean, I get it. But as a player, when you're on the court and you're in a situation where if you tank, you get a better pick. But as a player, you're kind of like trying out for other teams too. Like, oh, if I play hard, this and that. That's the other games, problem. Maybe I don't want to get rid of any of our players. I like our whole team. They're going to get rid of the veterans at some point. Well, yeah. They have no choice because the veterans are kind of killing the time of the rookies. You know, like the players, the young players on the like team. Like Like. Cantor's not hurting anybody by being out there. Mitchell Robinson's development. He's not playing. You know, Mitchell Robinson's foul prone, but he's still kind of hit hurting him. In foul prone more. can't can't catch a pass. Like he's he's, he's mad wrong. He's wrong. He's, he's got wrong. no shot. At least not yet. No no. He's a good shot, shot blocker though. He's a great shot blocker. He's really good at shot blocking with his left hand for some reason. And but he's, he's he. I don't. I haven't seen him pass. I mean he. But I also feel like tomorrow Junior is playing out of his mind, but he's also playing above his level. You just you see that's just a, that was pure hate. That's not pure hate. That was pure hate. Look at Tim Hardaway Jr. on the he's court. He's playing out of his mind, but he's playing above his level. <laughs> he How is. about where he's playing is his level, and you just no don't no, want and to he's playing it. above. He can't play at that level. Like he's not successful at that level. We have somebody around like Porzingis and everything, and he done what he has to do, then he'll be fine. But right now he's playing as if so he's he a star of the team. Bradley Beal. No, he cannot be a Bradley Beal. See, he could. He wishes he was a Bradley Beal. I, I wish he was a. Who's another shooting guard that's actually good and not great? He's gonna become Bradley Beal. He's not gonna become Bradley. Gonna Bradley Beal, first of all, can play defense. He's gonna that's one get thing. that Secondly, level of shot. He's gonna get his defense up. I've seen him playing better defense. So you're game. telling me that right now he has to be like Bradley Beal for them to be. Successful. I'm telling you that's where he's gonna go. I, see, I doubt that's gonna keep, happen. You, I didn't say anything about him being successful. 
I just you you're insulting him while you compliment him, and I'm not letting you get away with it. I just think you're the front of Tim Howard Jr. for the way he's been playing. But if you look at his stats, I'm he's not, not playing mad that at, well. I'm not mad at anything that's happening because I understand he's doing what needs to be done. Out of his mind, basically. Doing what needs to be done. He, and, he, and he's got to stop with these turnovers at the end of games that are costing the game. Like, he turns over the ball at critical moments of the game when he could have lost that game. And they actually won it still because Trey Burke had to save their life, basically, one of those games. But he's got to stop turning over the ball when it, when it matters most. And he's got to stop doing these heat check threes. Well, you don't need a three sometimes. You need a two. Right. That's, that's, I'm telling you, he has this mentality of J.R. Smith. And he has a streakiness of, like, uh, John Starks or something like he's a combination of both and and, and in some ways he, he, he has to take better shots he should drive to the basket more I mean he's a good finisher I don't know why he doesn't do that more often t- taking these threes but yeah he's playing good I'm just saying he's not pl- he's not where I want him to be because obviously Virginia's not there and you have Kevin Knox who's not there yet either I don't know if he could be there I mean Knox did give you like 19 points in that Cavaliers game and then another game, he had 26-15. Another game, he had 26 points in the Bucks game that they won in the Garden, which is crazy. But um, You know what I hope the Knicks do? I hope the Knicks lose to all the teams who are bad and beat all the excellent teams. Why? Because that will boost their confidence and still get us to tank season. I think it's better if you beat the worst teams and then you lose to the good teams. No, because there's too many worst teams. I'd rather than that, and, and beating a suck up, sucky team doesn't improve your confidence. But if you look at the Eastern, beating the Milwaukee Bucks improved their confidence. I think beating the Celtics improved their confidence. Beat them twice too, by the way. No, no, no. Beat no, they, one, they, two, no, once. they lost that. They lost that other game. Well, they lost the other one. That's one two now. But Boston Celtics are kind of like up and down too, and they just figure out something. But they're seventeen and ten, I think, right now. And yeah, they're trying to catch up to the Raptors, which have been playing great. The Raptors, but everybody's saying the Raptors are on the level. But before we get into the Raptors in the Eastern Conference and Western Conference, I want to look at how the Knicks are in the worst records. They're like I think top four, top five worst records in the NBA, and four of them are in the East, and one is in the in in the West in the Suns. Because the Suns have the worst record above everybody else. Because everybody else in that Western Conference from 14 to 3, to 2 or 3, or actually 14 to 1, it's just they're 13 to 1, or 14 to 1. Mm-hmm. All of them are like at least four or five games back of the first seed, kind of, if they go on a little winning streak. It's so competitive in the West now because the Warriors are not like there, they're not flashy or anything, they're not trying to like take over the number one seed. It looks like they're just coasting and trying to. You know, get healthy and stuff like that. Because I think OKC is number one right now in the Western Conference, and the Nuggets, and then the Warriors, something like that. And the Lakers are like six or seventh right now. And the Rockets are trying to make a climb now. The the Thunder have been surprising a lot of people too, mm-hmm. and they've been playing well. And the Clippers too. They're just the West is so competitive now that you don't know what's gonna happen. Who's gonna be number one seed? But I don't feel like it matters because when the Golden State's fully loaded, it's they're the best team in the league. It's over. And not to mention they don't even have DeMarcus Cousins yet. We don't know how he's going to be with this lineup when it's fully intact, like how they're going to play. They're going to play through Cousins in the post. Because I'll tell you one thing, when Cousins plays, it eliminates the rebounding issues that they have and mm-hmm. also the post presence and like physicality because now he can just get all the rebounds and pass the ball. He can get a double-double in rebounds and assists and doesn't worry, have to worry about scoring. And he can still shoot the three. And he can, shoot, and he can stretch him out. Yeah, he can basically... He's a stretch five. The only person you got to worry about really... Now, not worry too much though is Draymond Green because he can't shoot threes consistently yes, well. Well, he can't as consistently well, well as not, Cousins not, could. Just not as well as everybody else on the team. But I mean, he will be the weakest three point shooter in the about lineup. This. Wait a minute, Curry, Curry, Clay, Clay Durant, 
Durant, Cousins, if Cousins, you had fully healthy, and Green. And Green. Green will be the weakest three point shooter. In Everybody the there could literally stand on the three point line and hit it. Well, Cousins is actually a better. Yeah, he's like probably the fourth best no, three point shooter on that think lineup. About that, <laughs> no, just think about that for a second. You got five guys all standing on the outside. And they can all just stand there and bomb away. They can run a five-out, basically. Yeah. yeah. Pretty much, yeah. How ridiculous is that? With Cousins being able to get off most of the shots because the center is not going to make it out to him. And time. rebounding would be much better for them. They don't have to worry about that much. It might be top ten rebounding when Cousins goes to the lineup, which means you how you got to beat this team when they're rebounding well, too. The and only making way threes. they could get better is if... They got rid of Cousins and got Anthony Davis instead. It's not going to happen, though. No, no, they can't afford all Because Anthony Davis is probably going to go to the Lakers or he's going to go somewhere else. I don't know where he's going to go. But he's not playing in Pelicans. and He's not playing New Orleans anymore. No, it's over for them. He's going to go either the Lakers or he's going to go maybe to the Clippers, maybe, I heard. Or he's going to go to some other team with another star. Maybe the Raptors, maybe. I don't know. If he went and played with Kawhi, it's a problem. Spurs, maybe? I don't know if he... Spurs aren't really flashy. Do you think he fit with Greg Popovich? He probably Anybody would. can fit with Greg Popovich. Yeah, I know. He feel, I think he'll be like a, a reincarnation of Tim Duncan, kind of. With more the athletic. mix of Kawhi Leonard. <laughs> well, no. Well, Kawhi Leonard's in the Raptors. You mean the, no, the I said, no, 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 no. No, I said with a mix of Kawhi Leonard. Like, when he goes back, it's the reincarnation of Tim Duncan with a mix of Kawhi Leonard. Oh, yeah, yeah, right, yeah. Tim Duncan was never that mobile. He wasn't. But he was a good post player, though. It's one of the probably best in best, history. Probably, one of the best. The best one of the best forwards, period. But, like, when you start talking about the athleticism that this guy has, being able to play facing the basket mm-hmm. and with a shot, a mid-range, and defense, like, come on, bro. That's that's, that's crazy, all Kawhi man. Leonard stuff. This is crazy. I'm just trying to see who the Knicks are going to get. What, pick-wise? Yeah. Well, no, no, no. no just uh, free agent-wise. Uh, I'm trying to see who's coming on board. Well, Durant is still a really strong... Um, it's a 50-50. But they, say, they, made some compar- they made some debates, I remember this week, on like Fox Sports or whatever, saying that if Durant really wanted to change his legacy, from according to Nick Wright, he was saying, if, if Durant really wanted to stamp his legacy and be better than LeBron, he would go to New York, go to New York and win a title for them. That's true. That's the only way. That's Otherwise, true. it's just if you just gotta stay with Golden State, you can stay with Golden State and win Kyle, but you won't be with LeBron. Ring. Yeah, but you won't be like LeBron or anything. But if you want to, if that's true, and and I saw another debate saying um, monetarily, if you're trying to become a billionaire, there's only two markets to do it in: New York or LA. Like that's it. It's the only two markets to do it in. If he came here, Rock Nation Sports is already like with Jay-Z, him, and, yeah, and that's Jay-Z, here. Yeah. Like, the commercials and stuff would fall out of the sky. And you are the first, I, I hope, I don't know why people don't hear this. If you're the first guy to bring a ring here in 40-plus years, dude, you instantly get in, like, statue. all those conversations. Forget statues. I'm talking about stature. You automatically, like, LeBron, no, I'm not kidding here. I thought it was the worst mistake to make when the Banana Boat crew didn't show up in New York because they bring a ring here, LeBron gets in Michael Jordan category. You get in Michael Jordan level conversations. They start talking, because now you've become the guy who brought a ring everywhere you went. And going to LA won't they won't bring him. LA anything. is yeah. no big deal because everybody's they won there. They expecting they expecting him. Yeah, if, if, you don't, don't, if he doesn't win there, you gotta yeah, trash him like if, crazy. I know forget that. Forget it. Forget it. If you come to New York, yeah, and you you get a ring for the Garden, mm-hmm. dude, you legend. 
You're That's an automatic body. legend. Will Porzingis be a legend too? Is if he, he brings a ring here, yes. Too? I mean, with Durant or something. Like Without he, whoever, because he would be he would be considered the, one of the key components to getting us that other player. And he also the person that they picked to that he was part of the. And him and Durant right. together would be monstrous. Well, yeah, I mean, Durant will play either the four or the three. It doesn't even matter because mm-hmm. you have Kevin Knox too, and Kevin and Knox, Knox will play the, the four. He can play the four or the three. It doesn't even matter. Look they can switch up. That's a lot of left. And if Frank can somehow get his mind right and be aggressive, maybe they have more left on the court than with him in the starting lineup. Which makes that second unit ridiculous. Yeah, you got Tim Harwood Jr. coming off the bench. Ridiculous. He whoever be a six comes man. off the bench. No, Dotson. Dot, I think Dotson could be in the starting lineup. I think Dotson could be in the starting it lineup, It says defense too. and three-point shooting is the perfect 3 and D guy with, with, mm-hmm. with that type of lineup where you're perfect 3 and D guy. Because all I had to worry about shooting three, and, he's playing defense, that's it. Von, and Vonley. Yeah, so the, at that second bench, yeah, Tim Harwood Jr. be a six man, and you have Cantor if he stays or not. But you still have Mitchell Robinson, you still have other people like uh, Alonzo Trio, and you have other people, and, and that second unit could be great. Mm-hmm. And one of them could be six man of the year for all we know. Alonzo Trio could be six man of the year if he plays well too. No, we got, we have, we have, we really just need like another star in yeah. the mix, and we can keep the team pretty much as I mean, letting go of whoever we need to let go of. If you get Durant and you get another All Star. With Porzingis. There's Who's the other all-star? I, don't, I mean, I'm not getting Jimmy Butler. I don't want Jimmy Butler anyway. Because Jimmy Butler... Well, but, Butler's... First of all, Butler's not coming. Yeah, he's second he's of saying all, with 76ers. They're he's that happy match where country. he is. Yeah. Um, and and, and set the 76ers are going are gonna to max him out. So let's let's get Plus, that Plus, he's pushing table. everybody in the team, apparently, because he, he's being a, you know, a smack talker on the court, apparently, in practice and everything. Mm-hmm. And, and it's funny, because Kobe says something like, oh, I do that every day, so... It's <laughs> like everything in practice. I don't have to make a big deal out of it. But that was Kobe who's doing our, it. Who's our other all-star? <sighs> I mean, you can't get who's, Kawhi Leonard. No, I'm not thinking about him because I don't think he's going to come anyway. I think he's going to L.A. Clay? Not Clay. Clay wouldn't. You, who, you take Clay and Durant? Clay's, <laughs> not, Golden... Clay's not leaving Golden State. You know, he'd be a, 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 he'd get a lot more money in New it's York, gonna too, though. It's going to be a point guard. There's a point guard John that they were Wall? talking about coming. So not, I want, I'm not trading pieces John for. Wall. I'm not trading pieces for John Wall. Nobody, John. First of all, I'm not talking about trade. I'm talking about who's up in free agency. I know, but they were talking about saying, "Oh, they're stacking up assets to trade for John." Lie. I'm not doing that. that was, no, no, no. They, they debunked that later on. Okay, because that's, that's that's bogus. That's not gonna happen. They're not even close to interested in, in John Wall. First of all, John Wall doesn't make a lot of people better as it is. He may give him assists and everything, but does he really make people better? No, we're going off the topic, man. There's there's a free agent. Point guard, all-star point guard coming up. I'm trying to think of who it is. It's not Demar. Is it Kimba Kimba Walker? Walker? No, it's not Kimba. Kimba. Kimba decided to stay. Um, well, he'll be good too, though. It was. I, I wouldn't be mad at him, but I, I mean, don't think he's. Leaving. I mean, he'll be like second option at, more, at worst. No, at worst, a third or third second. Option at worst, at worst, but I don't think he's leaving. There's somebody else who plays for the Trailblazers. Oh, you mean Damian Lillard? Damian Lillard. Well, that there's a possibility that could happen because I heard that they're trying to trade the team. I thought the owner passed away. They're trying to trade Seattle Seahawks because he's the owner of the Seattle Seahawks too, and they're trying to trade away or trying to sell the team to somebody else in Portland. I don't know it might not be in Portland; it might be somewhere else for all we know. Maybe he'll go to Seattle for all we know. But right. if that happens, that could be his gateway out of there, saying, "Oh, I was so loyal, but we got sold out, so I could just leave now." But I don't know if he will come to New York. I thought he'll be perfect know. for New York. Dude, he's in Portland. Where else do you you want to come to a major market? Although he would be perfect with New York. He would flourish because out his here. his personality. In New York is perfect. Like he, he wouldn't care about the noise. He'd be very. We get three basketball. We get three all star level guys. And hip hop wise, he'd be in New York. You I mean, completely you, shift. You, you completely <clears throat> shift the culture of the team. Mm-hmm. And our second unit, second and third units become yeah become Boston like. Yeah, 
they just figure out the Eagles and everything and how mm-hmm. I'm playing. Which I don't think anybody's going to care but about. But that's interesting, though. If Damian Lillard did come to New York, how they will be? Will they be better? Will they be instantly title contenders or will they just be playoff contenders with Durant, Porzingis? And Lillard? I mean, on paper, it looks playoff like title contenders, but you know how people will be like, oh, they're playoff contenders because they haven't done anything yet. They haven't proved anything yet. Durant has, but Porzingis and Damian Lillard haven't proved anything yet. That's what they got to say. But, yeah, if... I think they could compete with Boston and Philadelphia and the Raptors and other teams that they have that lineup and they have the roster that they're intact. And David Fizdale is going to bring out the best in a lot of these players. I mean, he might bring out the best in Durant still and, and Damian Leonard and, and hopefully Porzingis because I, I still have to see what Porzingis can do on the court when he's healthy. Can he be that 25-10-5 guy? Like totally. that, I think he could be a 25-10-5 guy. And he could be the leader in blocks too. He actually was a leader in blocks before he got injured. Mm-hmm. He was, and it's funny. I think when he finished it, he was still second. <laughs> that's how ridiculous it was. Does he? Do we start Kristaps at the four or the five? I want to start him at the five. That's just me. I think at some point he's got to be center. I don't think he's bulky enough to. But be he's center. getting bulky now because of the leg injury. So I, I assume at some point he is going to be the center of this team moving forward. He can't be power forward anymore because I think he's better at the center anyway than power forward. Because he does more shot blocking, and he could do pick and roll you won't, defense. You won't need that if Mitchell Robinson gets to the five. That's but Mitchell comes off the bench then instead. Hmm? What if he just comes off the bench instead? If you have Durant and you have Knox and you have um, Damian Leonard, let's just say and you have Tim Hardaway Jr. It's not a bad starting five. It's a great starting five. The only problem is your defense is not going to be as good because Damian Lillard's not really exactly a, a lockdown defender, and Tim Hardaway Jr. is in. Fizz will help that. Durant is kind of if, when he's locked in, and no, uh, Knox is getting better at it. So at some point, they're going to be better defensively. Fizz is going to get better at Fizz is going to get them all better. He, the, I saw what he did for the Grizzlies. I think Damian Dotson fits the lineup more than Tim Hardaway Jr. Because like, Tim Hardaway come off the bench is worried about scoring. Damian Dotson can do 3 and D, just defend and everything. Mm. Unless they, I like that. If they don't get an all-star point guard, Frank Nikola has to develop into some kind of two-way player then. That's the only way. Or they just have to, or we just have to improve the defense of um, um, Trey. Trey? Trey, Trey Burke or, or also Trey? Trey Burke. Oh, well, Trey Burke is just, it's his size. That's the problem with him. That's why he can't really defend as well. I've seen him well. smack, I've seen him smack both. No, he, I see, I, I, I see his effort. Mm-hmm. But, like, just because of his size, like, his little size is kind of, like... That, that never stopped Chris Paul, dude. Like he can Oh, yeah, because Chris Paul is a dirty player. we all seen that. Yeah. He, he just likes to grab jerseys and do these little things and no one sees coming. Whatever you need to do, <laughs> screw it. Like, hey, I'm trying to bring a chip to New Chris York. Paul is like the John Stockton of this generation. He does all these little dirty plays and tries to steal the ball. Super, and, and I'd have been super happy to have Chris Paul on that team. Oh, if yeah. the banana boat crew oh, had come yeah, through, yeah, I'd have yeah. been super happy to have all four of those dudes over here. And I heard... There was talk about that until they saw how um, two things happened. Two things happened. They saw how Phil Jackson treated Melo. Yeah. And then they saw how um, they saw how he treated Melo, and then they saw how the owner treated Mason. I mean, uh, uh, Oakley. Oakley, yeah. Yeah, I guess that's what really. St- I think Phil Jackson really just messed up everything for any of the potential stars to come to New York, and also James Dole do in some ways. That's why I wish James Jones sold the team because I feel like if he sold and someone owner was the New York Knicks, maybe other stars would have came, like LeBron or everybody else. I mean, I just feel like Dolan is part of the reason why they haven't gotten a lot of good players. And I know he said he's going to back off and they, Steve Mills and other people are going to be in charge of basketball operations and everything. But as long as Dolan's the owner, we can't really do much, you know? Not, not, not as much as we'd like to do. It's like 
the reason why people want to go to the Yankees in baseball is because of their winning mentality and that the owner would do literally anything to win and their mentality is always title or bust. And yeah, there's a lot of expectations for the New York Yankees when they want to win a championship each year and they're trying to get these potential star players in the offseason. But that's the reason why a lot of people want to go to New York Yankees because of wearing the pinstripes, but also they want to win a title and be part of history and everything. Mm-hmm. And be a part and, of that legacy. And that's their mentality. That's the mentality they had moving forward when Hal Steinbrenner was the owner and you know the father was until the son took over. That's their mentality. It's always going to be their mentality. Mm-hmm. And kind of just jinx all the New York teams moving forward because they all want to try Everybody to be the Yankees. Everybody has same level of expectation. But you can't have that because the Yankees, what they do so well is that, yeah, they, they buy players, but they also have a, a farm system where they develop their players. They have a core, and then they add stars. That's how you got to do it to win. If you mm-hmm. got to just buy people, you can go as far as maybe winning one title, but that's not their mentality is always about not winning one title. Their mentality is about winning multiple all the championships. Titles. Yeah, yeah. Like all of them. But having a core to mm-hmm. have it with and to win multiple titles. That's why the nineties they were so good. One, there's only one title that I, I mean, outside of outside of the Knicks, who I, I wish would have gotten that one when uh, Michael Jordan had retired. Oh yeah, the, yeah, that, that window when we lost it was. the Rockets. Yeah, then they won two times in a row, mm-hmm. and then until Jordan came back, they won the next three or whatever. There were some rumors saying that if the Rockets faced the, the Bulls, they would have beat them or something. Yeah, I'm not sure. I don't know about that. <laughs> but the, the one, the one <laughs> ring I wish we had managed to get was when Derek Jeter retired. Oh yeah. That year he he called it a day. Yeah. I would have been a great. It would have been a great ending, mm-hmm. but it, it wasn't meant to be, you know. And then A. Rob was the next year. They tried to get to the playoffs. They didn't do much either. The Yankees. Um, they only won one title though in the past like 15 years, and the Red Sox have won four. So that's disappointing for us. Mm-hmm. So we have to try to match that now and try to get back to winning ways, kind of. That's okay. Well, we'll we'll we're, we're getting there. Yeah, if we get Bryce Harper, hopefully, or we get Manny Machado, maybe. Everybody's getting there. I see every every team here is on the incline. I wonder if you could take a case though that New York sports history that Brian Cashman is probably the best general manager in New York sports history. I think he is. I mean, of all the other managers in the in the Knicks, the Giants, the Nets, the Mets, everybody, they're not as good as Brian Cashman. He's been there for since the beginning, like the one of those five titles and everything. He made all his moves. Brian Cashman is the best at what he does. He just knows how to connect with people and how to persuade people to come to yeah, the Yankees I, and everything. Yeah, I, I don't have an argument for that. <laughs> I'm not gonna argue that. I mean, the Knicks and general manager, not as much because I don't know in the '70s, and then. Um, for the Giants, oh, you got Reese, but he won two, but then he got fired. So it's like maybe Reese is like second or something out there. Right. I don't even know yet, but usually Brian Cashman's up there. So let's see what happens this year, man. Yeah, we're gonna see what happens. Twenty nineteen. Yeah, but you know what? See what happens next week. We'll be talking about about um this Knicks. Well, the Christmas lineup too, Christmas games for the NBA, and a little bit about this football stuff and sports in general about um woman coaching in NBA. I want to talk to that that's later on next week because because I have to figure out like that's kind of dangerous in some ways in my opinion. Everybody could be different on that but also I had this theory uh, I was thinking about a couple days about light skin players in sports and how <laughs> it's just it's interesting but we'll, we'll talk about that next week but you can follow me on more in this 10. I'm over at Mr. Mech. You can see all the latest episodes on SoundCloud and iTunes. See you next week. Peace.